Alright ladies and gentlemen, fans of Los Ejos Podcast, Los the Ejos. Sons, the sons. <laughs> we are back, week five, we we're back, five. another uh, another episode uh, for your uh, beautiful ears, thanks we for tuning it. in today. Isn't um, it like, kind of like week seven since we skipped? We did skip a week, but yeah. we did have some... Some, I would say we had some big boy responsibilities. Like, hey, you were in New York. Had I mean, let's be real. For business, on. right? Well, for business, but then it ended up being more like a Chinese fire drill that uh, just, it took a, a little too long. Um, <laughs> yeah, it, it was a business trip from hell, that's for sure. But glad to be back. Had fun with the coworkers, but the, the shipping company fucked you over. Yeah, so. basically. We'll leave it at that. Wow. (laughs) Big, big F-bombs right off the bat today, Roro. Welcome into this week's podcast, says Robert. Classic (laughs) Roro move. No, but yeah, anyways, we're uh, we're back. Uh, Another week of Low Seat Host podcast. And uh, right. The month of the month of May is off to a hot start, but um but let's just right right go ahead go ahead and get right into it. Um Mm. we had a perfect game bid this week. Mr. Jordan Lyles, seven and one third. Perfect. It looks innings. so beautiful. Where did this guy come from? Against the guy he was going to throw the perfect game against, Colorado. Yeah, Colorado cut him back in what was it, 2016, I think. Yep. Yeah. Yep. He was really? on Colorado's team. So you you want to talk about some poetic justice there? Wow. So he that's where it was coming from. He had a little vengeance. To oh, like and I, and I was out. at work, and literally my phone was blowing up with just MLB pings and, and notifications and, and free live streams of the game itself. Right. I mean. Everybody had to be tuning in. Did anybody? Game. Did you guys get to witness this? Because I, like, I, I was the same. I was in LA, and like I was just like watching the box score. Like, yeah, my life depended. So on I, I watched from probably um, inning five on. Um, I, I wasn't able to witness, you know, what he was doing earlier on in the game. But from what I could tell, I mean, I haven't seen somebody spin a curveball like that in a long time. Yeah, uh, and, I mean to locate it, yeah, and to then dump dump curves in the dirt, right? I mean to locate it for strikes and then to be able to pound. I think he got right. twelve swings and misses on his curve. Well, I was watching his his just the recap of all his strikeouts, yeah, and he just had people chasing left and right, and it just keeps registering eighty four. So I was wondering if it was a slider or a curve. But it was his curve. His oh, curve is nasty. Man. It was it's it's it wasn't like a you know. Um, the twelve six curve is kind of hard to throw, and he. He seemed to have mastered it that game. Yeah, dude, yeah. it looked good, man. He had everybody chasing. No, yeah. absolutely. And then he even threw like a couple strikeouts. He threw like a super high fastball. Mm-hmm. People were chasing that too, and it just oh. looked so beautiful. No, it was. Yeah. He, he had the one-two punch going for sure. But of course, I mean, in true Padres fashion, giving up the hit in the eighth inning there. Yeah. Um, to to none other than Mr. Trevor's story. Um, of course. But uh, like, Trevor's story. I, I, I'll add one little quick thing. Like, it wasn't like it was a pitch over the heart of the plate. I think Trevor Story kind of did that out of spite just to break up the no-hitter. He had to. That, yeah, that, to. Was, that was a that was a high-and-away fastball that, you know, Clayton Kershaw might have gotten the call if it was a playoff game or something mm-hmm. like that, but you can tell Trevor was just like, all right, enough of this shit. Uh, like, that's I'm a dirty name this. to mention on a Padres podcast, by the yeah. way. Yeah, sorry. Gross. No. Gross. Well, um, but anyways, again, I, I saw a p- tweet by uh, Mr. Casarella this uh, this uh, this week. That was the thirtieth one hitter in Padres history, and and again, that you know that perfect game was broken up, but it was still a, a one hit shutout performance. I mean, dominant all across yeah. the board. One uh, hit. We won four zero. I mean, a great game to to start off the week. Well, for I, sure. I, I told you guys about this. The uh, one of the old writers there it was featured on MLB like on the app and everything he was talking about like the curse of of 
Kirby, and I forget what the first the Bill uh, Center. Bill Center. Oh yeah. God. And he was talking about how like way back in like the early days of the Padres, we took out a pitcher, and he was working on a PG, and we took him out. The guy who comes in, I think it was either like two outs left or one out left, fucking hits a single. Yeah. And he says that 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 set the tone for what is now essentially the the thirty game. I think that's the most one hit wins. In, yeah. You know, in the time that the Padres have been, Bill around. Center and the people that tweet out things like announcers, you know, mentioning on the broadcast that Clay oh, Kirby. so and so has, you know, a no hitter through something. Oh, you jinxed it! It's like you're yeah, just they did jinx it. That they did jinx it. <laughs> okay, you well, so? you guys, this was a whole thing yeah, like three weeks okay, ago. They they did jinx it. I don't believe in superstition <laughs> like that, folks. <laughs> Me neither. Yeah. Well, I love the chat holding it down. Yeah, though. no, I will hold down that. That was <laughs> okay. an absolute you super never baseball super no hitter. Okay. Yeah, you don't you don't talk to the baseball gods like that. Um, but anyways, uh, speaking of the baseball gods, uh, the Padres uh, were graced with a, an excellent month. Ooh, uh, we're doing we good went, halfway through May. We went five. We're, we're going five hundred right now. We're five hundred. We're five hundred in the month of May, May right now. Um, a, a flat. Uh, a, yeah, flat six if and I six. Could if I stop you, this time in history and just kind of say just that beautiful. Forever. Yeah, I've been waiting beautiful. for this for a long time. No, but again, and, and again, we're you know we're starting to play well. I, you know, our pitching is looking decent, right? You know, our pitching is starting to turn up. The bullpen looks phenomenal. Brad Hand a little bit inconsistent for times, um, but our hitting is just completely awful. I mean, our you know our averages are continuing to drop. Um, the inconsistencies all across the board. Um, but, um, I mean, a shining light in, in all of this. Absolutely. Roro, yeah. so this, I mean, it's all wrapped up in there, like with the, the low batting percentages. And then you've got Travis Jankowski, my dude. When I went to the game uh, last Saturday, I sat in the, the right, or the, oh. sorry, left field. No, sorry, right field right area, field, yeah. the T-Mobile section. Yeah. And I just like sat right behind Jankowski and I just yelled at him the whole game. Absolutely. Good guy. Great guy. Great guy. <laughs> Good guy. He waved at me a couple times. But, um, but seriously, Jankowski is... Um, I know we try not to be super stat heavy on this, but we, we have to dish this out for you guys because when you're talking about our loaded outfit, you're talking about all these things that's going on with the Padres, Jankowski is always looking overlooked. However, during May, when we talk about across the league, not just the National League, but both the National League and the American League, seventh in batting average, fifth in on-base percentage, ninth in BABIP, 395 while batting first. Yeah, it's <clears throat> these are these these numbers. stats are incredible, and then you t- you end it with the three ninety five on there. It's just beautiful, right? But he's the only, and I just I found this out today, which I think is awesome. So we just have to throw this out there because this is additional validation for him being you know a legendary Padre. He is one of only two Padres to have two hits and an RBI in their debut game. The only other Padre to do that, TG, Tony Gwynn. Yeah, Tony Gwynn. Yeah, so. It's it's incredible to me that like you know we listen to all these other podcasts. Everybody's talking about Manuel Margot, which I'm I'm on the same path as you guys. He looked good last year. It was sweet, awesome. Well, I think what's helping Jankowski is his refined pro- approach at the plate. Um, I think if you're looking at his stance this year, you know he's his batting stance. Yeah, yeah, his yeah. batting stance. He's he's understanding yeah. where his hands are. He's not letting his hands float out there, and he looks like he's you know. Like he's going to sit on a squatty potty, but it's working for him. <laughs> Taking away the leg kick, it's mm-hmm. working. He's just making contact with the ball. Right. I'd like to see Margot do the same thing. Absolutely. And, and, and Hayden and Robert both mentioned great points right there. Hayden mm-hmm. mentioning the contact approach, uh, you know, the contact, you know, driven approach here. And Roro mentioning the leadoff percentages. And I think those two combinations, uh, you know, really go hand in hand. And when you have the speed, 
like Jankowski, right? Absolutely. To tie those two Absolutely. to tie those two aspects together. You get a leadoff hitter on, on base like Jankowski and he is a threat on the base path. He's, he's trying to and, and yeah. he is he he is a, he is a menace to pitchers. That he's, that he's will throw drawing, off a starting yeah, pitcher. He's drawing two or three pick pitches every time he's on base. Exactly. Because exactly. you're like you're yeah. so worried about that. And, and if he it, works it correctly, he could be basically a Charlie Blackman plus speed. It, that would be right. incredible. Be, oh, Excellent. Dude, that I, and and so I think happy. you know a lot of Padres Twitter will call me out on this, but I think that's a realistic ceiling for him. I, I hope so. I hope well, so. And you know, it's like it's a fitting matchup because like Margot ends up hitting leadoff when Jankowski's not hitting leadoff. But just look at the numbers. I, again, I love Margot and I really think that he's going to come around. He's got to refine But until we're getting this, until we're getting this consistent swing. swing, like like Jankowski. So uh, one other thing, just to point out, and then we'll kind of you know move on to the other players. And I think this kind of leads into that is that Jankowski is one of the few players on our team hitting above three hundred, and let alone that. High two hundreds. We've only got a few guys hitting high two hundreds throughout. Yeah, like you know, above two fifty, right? I right. Mean. So throughout the year, we've got like Ellis, Hosmer, Perella, Caesar, Cordero, um, and I think no, that's it. Those are the only guys hitting above two fifty. Well, will excluding but, you know well, he's, he's, excluding he's, pitchers. He's broken and in a, and Will Myers you know, and absolutely laundry pile. Well, and then the even then, you can take out Ellis, Caesar. You can take out some of these yeah. non everyday starter guys. Um, but if you just look at the the month of May, it's only Ellis and Jankowski. Yeah, absolutely. That are hitting. Well, I think Caesar's in there too. That are hitting above three hundred. Everybody else is hitting, like, dude, sub two fifty. Yeah. Well, I, and and yeah. we've seen it. We've we've seen it recently, and and I know we've all bantered about it. You know, via our group text and then via Twitter, we strike out too much. And and I think that's yeah. you know that's the quality of of a of a, of a young ball club of a, of a ball club that's really trying to find their stride or and find who they are. And if you go down our lineup through and through, uh, again you have players that are just simply new to Major League Baseball. Yeah. And and so you have to refine your swings. You have to see big league stuff. And and that's what some of these guys are seeing. So that's where I think some of those high strike ratios come from. And the low batting ravages come from, mm-hmm. but um, again, kind of transitioning, you know, right into um, you know our mention of Emmanuel Margot. Again, we love the guy. Um, our Dominican Republic outfield that, that, that was kind of that cool young, to run di- out the diversity other day. Filled yeah, outfield. You know, the Padres yeah. posted that just sweet Instagram shot. Oh, All the boys were just sick, lined dude. up, just you know, it, they're just kind of stern looking at the camera. And mm. and again, we're we're and sorry, I didn't introduce them before I got so excited there. Um, <laughs> uh, Fran Mil Reyes, Manuel Margot, joining the club, Franchi Cordero. Um, all Dominican Republic uh, nationals, and and Absolutely. and it's great to see again three members of, of, of a unique na- nationality, and and again have made it to the bigs and are now, in my opinion, looking to thrive in the bigs. And yeah, um, again, friend, you know, you mentioned Fran Mil Reyes, um, and some yeah, welcome to the show, what? Fran Mil Reyes. Welcome yes, to the show. Oh, welcome to the show. What you got on that, Hayden? What's the stats on? on yeah, this? I mean, well, there's Fran been some Mil, serious yeah, comparisons. Fran right? Mill, I think he was he was uh, hitting on a tear in El Paso. I think he was hitting like 14 home runs. Uh, I mean, stats were off the charts. Um, you know. He's kind of like Big Poppy. Yeah, no, literally, he's being he's like Big Poppy. exactly. He's thank like Big you. Poppy. I mean, thank you. I was waiting for you to say that, right? I mean, no, he's literally the right-handed version of Big Poppy. That's what he's been compared to. I mean, the dude, the dude is dude's an a tank. animal. He's like two seventy-five. No, he's, he's a not. Big guy. He's not, but I mean, he's he's, a, he's pretty he's close to that. Did you see a, a Castable quoted Eric Lauer going? 
Yeah, he's a really big man. He's a yeah. really large man. <laughs> that was great. That was great. That was uh, great. That was great. Freaking Alec. You couldn't Eric decide Lauer, if it dude. was like, you know, he was, uh, you know, intimidated by him or he was just like kind of in admiration. Like, wow, that's a large man. The other thing, dude, AJ Caswell, he kept trying to push this all weekend. He's like the brother's friend. Yeah. No, dude. No. no. Well, Padres, <laughs> a lot of Padres Twitter was trying to push it. Were they pushing? The, oh, dude, I just, I couldn't well, get yeah, on board yeah. with it, I, dude. I, part of me can't blame them. I mean, we're trying to grasp at anything. I'm at all about, point. like, let's make some this nicknames. So let's yeah. rally behind our dudes. But it just, like, it. <sighs> the brother's friend. Yeah, it's too new. I'm, I'm, way too that's new. That's what happens when it's you have Myers and Props, in, AJ, but, like, Renfro was a out. hard well, we'll talk about that. We'll talk about yeah. that. We'll talk about that. Right. Okay. No, so, but, before and, we get into the outfield, uh, this podcast is brought to you by Bitch and Sauce, San Diego sauciest hometown hero. Mm. Dip, spread, and smother on your mm, favorite so savory snack. good. <laughs> Got him. Got him. I got the whole thing done, so um, we'll keep it short this time. You guys know Bitch and Sauce. Uh, Pick it up at your local grocer, uh, Whole Foods, Vaughn's, Albertsons, uh, Gelson's, Jimbo's. You already know the deal. Hayden, I'm still waiting for the day that Robert actually has Bitch and Sauce for us to eat. Me too. I have some. Go get some and get us some freaking tortilla chips. Unreal. Unreal. Let me see if I got some tortilla chips. Get out of there. <laughs> or carrots or zucchini or yeah, something. something. Give, me something, give me something nice to chew on here. <laughs> um, no, but again, you know, appreciate the sponsors, Bitch and Sauce. Yo, uh, bitch go, and sauce. go and pick some up. It is actually ridiculously Repping delicious. Hard. And we're drinking Mosaic IPAs by St. Archer. Oh, St. Archer. You literally so, cannot beat St. Archer. Oh, and, and also... Yeah. St. Archer, um, if you go to their uh, location in Miramar... Uh, they have better prices than you can find in most grocery stores. Uh, you can get actually this same beer that we're drinking, the Mosaic IPA, in a 22-ounce can for $5 a piece. Great this deals. Guy, get your steals today. Did they pay us for that? No. No, no they did not. No, um, they yeah, and we still bought their beer and said that. We're going to get sued for... No. You know, <laughs> something. You guys don't represent oh, our brand very, very well. We, we don't go. appreciate that. No, and, and, and jumping back into to, to, to some Padres action, Hayden, you know, was... Was jumping yeah, right... Talk about was this. jumping right into, you know, Will Myers and, and Hunter Renfro. Um, huge yeah, question marks in the Padres organization the right now. What's going um, on with well, the outfield? Well, I mean, you really haven't heard much about Myers. And, and that's kind of concerning in my opinion i mean uh you know the guy goes out on the dl for for about a month um you know with a relatively serious issue so to speak and yeah you haven't heard much hayden i mean we were talking about this it, i mean it, it, whenever you hear an oblique strain uh mentioned as the reason that you're on the disabled list that's a big cause for concern i mean you're talking about a muscle group that's heavily involved in a swing um, and Myers doesn't have the most violent of swings, but still, that's something that's going to hinder him from swinging his best. Um, and the fact that we're not hearing a lot of updates on his progress is a little concerning to me. Uh, you, you know, so I, I, I think that uh, that's something that we need to be pressing uh, our local sports writers on more. Yeah, I mean, we want some updates. Please give me some updates Please. on my favorite player. And Thank you very much. Yeah, and same thing with Renfro. I mean, Renfro had left with a elbow tendonitis or something like that, which 
Anytime uh, you hear elbow injury in baseball, you're just, you know, it's well, Tommy John, Tommy John, Tommy John, just whispered in the back of your uh, of your mind. And while, you know, I, I think Renfro is a very muscularly robust player, I still think that's kind of a concern for him. He throws the ball hard. He makes well, those outfield throws to third. Swing, though, that long, that could be the, the case well. too. But still, you know, that's a that's something that you don't want to take lightly. And I right. think, um, you know, the Padres haven't improved on their record um, for reporting injuries, uh, <laughs> even in light on who's <laughs> my D fired. Well, yeah, no, no, but like even no, in light of even in light not. of of Denelson Lamette's Tommy John, they were so reluctant to come out and actually be transparent with us right. that he was getting Tommy John. That yeah. he's get that the, oh like they 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 just kept saying oh you know it's just a nagging uh you know muscle strain like it's all very because yeah, the yeah. second you mention an elbow for a pitcher, people are freaking out. I I think it goes back to that same thing. It's like you know like we the local sports writers like where's our info. Because, like, you know, we're sitting here, like, obviously, I'm not going to be able to dig in or, like, send an email that's like, oh, hey, can I get this info? Like, no one's going to answer me. You know what I mean? So, like, where's our fucking info when it comes to this? Um, but also... Well, and that, that is, uh, real quick, I know, you know, we've got a timeline, but that is the gripe that I do get with Kevin AC. I think a lot of the Kevin AC hate is unwarranted, and I think it's based on just people hating on the UT. The UT is what it is. Right. But I do think Kevin needs to be a little more transparent about what's going on inside the clubhouse, what's going on uh, on with the uh, medical staff. I think he could probably do a bit of a better job reporting on what's going on. Not be on. so much just like... Not be so political and diplomatic. Yeah. And, you know, I, I think that's just kind of what... I think that's kind of rubbed off from his time with the Padres, or Padres, sorry, his time with the Chargers, and how he probably wasn't getting a lot of information out of the Spanos family, Until, unless he was, yeah, playing by their rules. But but you anyways, know, on the same yeah. note, yeah, we'll, we'll jump back. But like on the same note, I I don't know how much I'm like super stoked about like having Renfro back, especially now Renfro back, Renfro back, Renfro now, Renfro, 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 Renfro. now that we've got this loaded outfield, it's well, like, do we? And well, and Myers too. It's like. I, I, I definitely want to see Myers back, but where do we put him? Do we put him at second? Well, you have to Push put him Perella somewhere because he, he takes up a high place on your payroll. Well, Absolutely. and again, it, and, and again, this exactly you, you've got to find a place for Myers, um, and and that's what's unfortunate about you know again the three guys we mentioned you know from our from our DR squad, but again, it it just goes back to we started off with just a, such a solid, if not uh, a, you know huge outfield core. Mm-hmm. And and then we have injuries, and then we've now replaced that outfield core with with three legitimate, in my opinion, legitimate replacements. Great, and then yeah, and then now we have two of our oh, well one and one and a half I would say of our well paid players now coming back off the DL. Where are you going to put them? And and again, it just is huge outfield questions for for our entire team. And um, I mean, you've even got to throw in the guys like Matt Caesar in there, right? Matt Caesar's had. A relatively great year, in my opinion, for not getting time. And, right. and he's come seems, off the bench. Yeah, he's he's, he's played well. He's he's gotten hits. And in my opinion, and, and this is something that I've always lived off of, basically, is you put guys on the field that know how to win. Matt right. Caesar right. has come from the Chicago Cubs. He knows how to win. And, and, and again... Give him some time. Yeah, well, like, you know, like I was talking about with, like, those same stats of, like, across the year and then, like, just in May, he's top 10 for batting percentage on our whole team. Right. And actually, and he hasn't May, started. In May, 
him and Jankowski are like way up there at the top. You know, him, Ellis, is, and Jankowski you have to are way up there at the top. Sample size too at the same time. Uh, you know, absolutely. So he's only right. got right. He's only got thirteen at bats, and he's well, and, and exactly. But but that's what so, I'm saying. He hasn't started, and yet we have this tools. He's a tool, right? He's right. a tool. He's an asset. But Use for him, our think assets about it, dude. If you're better. only coming up to bat so often, and and you're in the major leagues, you're only coming up to bat so often, and you're still plugging away at it. Right. Usually. You'd think, oh, this guy's only coming up so often. Okay, he's kind of you know falling. Like, look at Chase Headley. Look at Aswahe. Look Bye. at these other guys who we have. Yeah, exactly. Oh. Yeah. Also, yeah. Yeah, wait, hold on. Yeah, let's, emergency. Yeah, update emer- wait, to emergency the, update to the, to the podcast. To the Chase Headley is no longer a podcast. Bye, 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 Felicia. I, I just, we're all so happy. I love Chase Headley. Chase Headley, we love you. I don't. Dude, so glad you're you gone. Know, it, was so like, it was so funny. You know, remember the guy who dissed Fernando Tatis before back in April? Like, yes. oh yeah, he's not going to turn out to be a good player. He uh, tweeted at, I think, I forgot who it was, that mm. uh, is a prominent member of Padres Twitter and said, you know, that is a very disgusting thing to say, you know, that you're celebrating Chase Headley being DFA'd. Like, he was a solid person. It's just such a hypocritical thing for Barry Bloom to say, like, this old fart, like oh, that same guy who wrote that hit yeah. piece on, yeah, on and he Tatis. said, oh yeah, Chase is a good guy, no blah blah blah. Way. Yeah, that guy can go kick rocks. Oh my, he's like gosh. he's like the devil's what advocate. What a joke, dude. He's like the devil's advocate for like, like the really yeah. stupid stuff. I, I like, think really, it, it, it was Mr. an Bloom, unfortunate. We got a bone to pick with it, you. Yeah, um, we're gonna no, move, but we're, and, and so kind of you know bringing that kind of. <laughs> Uh, full circle and, and kind of mentioning Tatis there. Um, why don't we why don't we wrap us down back in and in, in, into the minors? Uh, Hayden, do you have any Take do you have any updates trip, for hey. us? Yeah, I'm gonna let you know what's cooking down on the farm. And like I mentioned uh, our last podcast, we're gonna highlight one prospect uh, every uh, week uh, that uh, is really catching our eye uh, or that we just feel like uh, shedding some light on. And then that hopefully you'll see on the Padres very soon. And Very so that's, soon. That's why we keep mentioning these minor league players. Exactly. Is that you know the, the is idea is this, that you see this these is players. A, you know, yeah, this is a big source. Yeah. This is a source of our hope a lot of the time. Um, sometimes uh, our performance at the big league level can be pretty abysmal. So it's good to and, uh, and we gotta like, shed some light you know, on what's going not on. Not just down that there. we have to keep these guys when it comes to you know like a little bit of criticism on the team. It's like keep will, the guys will, who will. came through our system. You know, I think they're. I think they're on that track now, but you know. So this week, um, I want to give a good spot to uh, Mr. Austin Allen, uh, catcher right now for the San Antonio Missions, our Double A affiliate. Austin's uh, on a tear right now. Uh, he's an offensive-minded catcher. He's hitting 309 right now, OPS of 890, uh, which is actually uh, these are current stats, by the way. Uh, <laughs> which is actually a bit of a back off bless from you. how he's been uh, hitting the ball on uh, the last few days. Uh, he's seen sort of as the polar opposite to Austin Hedges. He's incredible with a bat, whereas the defense needs to pick up a bit. Uh, I think this is nice to have uh, a catching prospect coming through the organization that has a heavy bat because it kind of forces us to ask these questions about what we want from the catching position. Obviously, Austin Hedges hasn't been hitting the ball as well, uh, so it, uh, it it begs the question, you know, what's the composition of the catcher position in the future? You know, uh, ideally, we won't be going and signing guys like A.J. Ellis and bringing up Rafi Lopez in the future. Um, you know, do we want that uh, mix of a guy who is a defensive stalwart and another guy who just is an offensive masher? 
Uh, what well, do like, we want? Like, well, like, like what we wished we got out of Derek Norris. Oh God, the the, the wife beater. <laughs> God, I mean, yeah. Were you guys not happy with Norris's performance? The thing did is, Nor- Norris was like Norris came in, um, did pretty well, hit a couple uh, good home runs. I remember he had that walk off against I God forgot who, but that was kind of his crown moment, and then seemed to decline from there. Yeah. And, well, he, and he lost his touch about throwing people out, but that's neither here nor there. Derek Norris is not a big Norris guy, right? Anymore. Anyways, yeah, anyways, anyways, but, anyways uh, getting back to getting back to uh, Austin so, Allen, it'll be interesting to see him uh, what his uh, path is this this uh, this season. I think he can make it up to uh, AAA this year. Uh, the way he's playing, he's got the right attitude. He's caught for a lot of the top pitching prospects in our organization. Look to see what he does in the rest of the the. The uh, 2018 season. Good stuff. Yeah. Good stuff, Aiden. Um, well, so, and, and Roro's chomping at the bit over here. Now that we got into that catching discussion, the minute you oh, talk, I know, catchers. I know. Talk, I know you want to talk about Rafi Lopez. And, and right the, now. the only I reason I want to talk to. about this guy is because. The and again, first, Rafi Lopez. We're talking about Rafi Lopez. The first here, couple times we played catching. Rafi Lopez, I was like, "Fuck this guy." Like, I, I don't know why. Big f bomb guy tonight, Roro. No, sorry guys. Um, I okay, well, I'm gonna I throw it in. He's fucking thirty. Is he's he old. Rafi? He's, he's old. thirty. Oh, right. So we got to get this younger guy in for sure. God. Okay. But, so he has no. I'm sorry. He doesn't have a future. Let Roro go. So here's the here's the thing about Rafi though is that like I don't know why I just like I didn't like him right, and I'm just looking at the stats now and and because you brought it up, his OPS is seventh on the team. He's seven sixty two right now. Not the, bad. the dude is swinging a Not bat. Bad. He's getting he on hits, base. He hits home runs. He hits the ball hard. <laughs> He's hit two. He has hit two this season. Like, I was at the. I you're was always at the game wondering though when Rafi comes up to bat, you're like, "He's a, it's like Norris. It's that's the part where he's a little bit like Norris, where it's like, you know who did that? You know who did that last year? Hector Sanchez. This, oh, that's very true. True. That is very true. 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 And so, I like Hector Sanchez. Hearing gone. Yeah, I know. So I mean. Do you think it's – so let's answer this question. You know, it seems like the Padres right now aren't really doing so much of uh, – so much of trying to win as much as they're trying to figure out who's going to help us win in two years. Which so, is what we need to do. To- totally, totally. Yeah. And, and I, I'm fine with the whole tanking method or whatever you want to call it. Um, do, do you th- – who do you think is our catcher? Like it's not Hedges. It's not Ellis. It's well, not. Hedges. I think it's Hedges. It I think you think it's Hedges. I think it it's going to be. I think it's going to be a duo of uh, Allen and Hedges. Okay, I, that, I think that's better than the. I, I think, love Ellis I think, again. Yeah. Ellis is hitting. He's hitting pretty. well. I think it's going to be a pretty. Uh, it's going to be dependent on who's pitching. Who's the? <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. Who's got the leadership qualities? <laughs> it's going to be dependent on who's pitching for the other team, and it's also going to be obviously you know every pitcher has their preference, but. There's not a pitcher in the game who wouldn't want to pitch to Austin Hedges. But right. at the same time, you know, there's going to be a matchup that favors Austin Allen's bat maybe over Hedges' bat. Are they is is one of them lefty and one of them's righty? No, I think they're both righty. They're both righty. Yeah. Okay. I could be wrong, but I I'm pretty sure because I watched some uh, Austin Allen highlights, but I think they're both righty. Oh, absolutely. No, yeah, and, jump in. And again, I, you know, you gotta love Austin Hedges, you know, behind the plate, but but again, he's got to pick up the hitting side of things, um, and and uh, to 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 get a to get a to hum, a, a humble nod out of my head, you, you gotta you gotta hit to play, yeah. you gotta hit to play, and and I think that's why you're, and again, you know, regardless, you know, yeah, I know he was injured there for a while, but 
you know, that's why you've got an AJ Ellis, and that's that's why you've got a Rappy Lopez right yeah. right there to pick up the slack is because you know that and your an catcher, aspect yeah. of what is Austin Hedges lacks. And your and catcher so, doesn't have to hit, you know, 300. Just hit 230 and we'll be happy. That's all, that's <laughs> right. all I'll say. 230. 230. I, I you mean, don't have to be a Piazza. You just, yeah. you just gotta, you don't have to be a Yachty Molina. Just hit 230. <laughs> just show up. And you know what? And don't let out plays like that one today where that dude on a strikeout let in two runs. I yeah, forget what teams were playing. Oh, you know, speaking of speaking of Yachty, I was uh, I was really missing him when the Cardinals came into town over Bobblehead Weekend this yeah. past weekend. Bobblehead um, Weekend. Yo, let's touch on that real quick. One of the po- one of the Losey Hose fan club members, host Mister Chad Etchison, has the entire. Set I've got the entire of set. Bobbleheads. I That's have good. obtained myself all four <laughs> yeah, yeah, of the yeah, Padres yeah. bobbleheads given we, out. This we pulled weekend. some Losey Hose strings. We pulled some strings. I, I might have gone to a couple of the games. Um, uh, Roro might have gone to <laughs> one for me. One. But but yeah, I've got uh, um, Trevor Hoffman. Tony, no, that Tony Gwynn that Thursday that, night that was beautiful. beautiful. That was such a fun that's night. A, that's a beautiful um, Tony Gwynn, Trevor Hoffman, Greg Vaughn, and then Kem Kem Kem. Ken, 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 I mean, that diving, that diving bobblehead is yeah. real cool. That's a real it's cool one. It's a sick bobblehead. It doesn't look anything like the play, though. I, I, see, I know they no. had to do that because of the I weight, know, you know? I know, yeah. But, like, the way that it's leaning, I know. I, I know. But, been hit, but, but anyways, I'm looking ahead, looking ahead uh, to, to kind of what we got ahead. We've got a road trip ahead of us. We um, We're on the road today. We're on the road as of today, so we don't have a game. This is Wednesday, May 16th. And as of tomorrow, we're picking right back. Up to writing back up, yeah, and this is totally fitting because uh, at the beginning of May, when you know, last time we posted our podcast, we were at the Giants, we've been home since then, so we've been home for about two weeks. Like, this homestand has been crazy. And you know, just side note, uh, we went 50 50 against the Cardinals, too, so I think it's just fitting. It's a nice series, it's, it's a good series. It's, it's good fitting series. that we're 500 for May. It's we, awesome. We looked well Saturday, Sunday, it was great. Well, um, and you know. Wayne Wright, Ross, Wayne Wright went on the DL animal. like right after yep. you know his start against us, but whatever you know we'll yeah. we'll we'll hurt a wounded That's animal. Fine, and it's dude, down. Whatever I think, yeah. Okay, so we'll get in. We'll get into the. I do think Ross like kickstarted that. He's always yeah. Good. So uh, coming up, you've got coming up tomorrow, uh, which is uh, Thursday. It's gonna be Thursday, so this will be the day that you're hearing it. It'll be today, um, Thursday the seventeenth. You got Pirates for four days. We're gonna be there until Sunday. It's gonna be rained out Pirates. probably. Yeah, it's literally gonna probably rain a couple days. Time. Uh, it looks like we're going to go Erlin. Uh, damn, I'm forgetting it right now. I didn't have it pulled up. Erlin. You no, know, it's Lauer. Um, or, sorry, yeah, it's Lauer. It's going to be Lauer, probably. Uh, um, Mitchell Ross. Well, Lucchesi was supposed to pitch on <laughs> Sunday. Oh, that's right. There was so that. it's going to be Lauer. Um, and Lucchesi. No, so that was the deal. Lauer, Richard, and then Lucchesi was uh, supposed to pitch on Sunday, but. They're saying because they're expecting a rain delay that they probably won't have to pitch another or bring up another pitcher because Lucchesi was just moved to the DL for a right uh, hammy strain. Seemed like a pretty minimal. Yeah, it wasn't that bad of a deal. I mean, he pitched through five, but whatever. So, um, yeah, I I don't think so. After that, then we're going back to the Nationals, which we just played them last week. So we're going to be at uh, Washington, D.C., playing the Nationals for three days, Monday through Wednesday. Uh, I look for. 
pretty much the same thing. I probably I think we're gonna win one. Well, this we're time I think one, we're gonna but, come out. Maybe, uh, maybe I out. think. I hope we yeah. win yeah. one. It, we that's did. A hard uh, part dude, Harper in. just seems to be just like. Well, not only that, I think we have, we avoided uh, Scherzer the last series that we uh, faced the Nationals when we were um, when they were in San Diego. That's but right. Yeah. We're not gonna avoid Scherzer this time, and uh, Mister uh, Mister Two Different Color Eyes uh, is pretty lights out and. The second he starts getting two or three strikeouts, he's doing that strut around the mound, and he's pretty much it's, unstoppable it gets, after that. It gets that. crazy. So then, then we go Dodgers. We'll have a podcast before then, but then we go Dodgers. Yeah. We're not home until two weeks from now, which is which will be the Marlins. Uh, I'm definitely going to go to one of those. Oh, I'm going because that's going to be a beatdown. Yeah. I've already, I've already. Got I don't a know which of those way it's going to be a beatdown. I just but it's going to be a beatdown. <laughs> you know, maybe the Padres will win games in that series. The Marlins have Dan Straley as like their cornerstone of their rotation, and that's basically it. You know, yeah. I'm trying not to get too, like, hyped up in it. <laughs> Just I'm expecting a shootout. I don't care if they spank <laughs> us, but it's going to be a shootout either One way, way or the other, it's right. going to be a good game. No, so, but, right. but realistic, you know, real, realistic, you know, expectations coming up with this Pittsburgh series, coming up with this national series. Um, you know, ideally Pittsburgh, um, if all four games are played, ideally I want to see us take three out of four. Um, with that national series, as the boys said, if we get one, I'll be happy. Um, and then going into that Dodgers series over over the following weekend, which I'd is 25th, 26th, 27th, I want to sweep the LA Dodgers. Oh. I want to put them I don't know if we're gonna sweep in the them, bottle, but bottom look, of the West. No, shush. To, to no, be shush. Honest, don't don't, the don't even say that right. I want to sweep the I want the, the Angelino fans Let's to go it. home and I cry. Doyers. This is our opportunity. To, to get a little pedestal on the LA Dodgers. Oh, I'd love and it. I honestly love think it. this is the year as to where is our stepping stone to start winning games against the LA Dodgers. Let's go. Right. So what All right, you, let's wrap it up. Hold let's on, wrap on. it what's up. This, so what's this? Are we 500 at the end of May? We've got four game series against the Pirates, three games against the Nationals, three games against the Dodgers, and four games against the Marlins. Are no. we still 500 at yes. the end of May? No. Yes. I go yes. Wow, I like that, and I like that. And you know yes. what? You're gonna see the end. Go yes. Uh, you're gonna see. You're gonna see these predictions uh, come into we'll full fruition. And I'm gonna make out. note of this right now. Hayden says we're not gonna be Roro and I. We're gonna go. We're yes. in it. We're right. in it. And, I think the Marlin series is gonna save us too. I'm gonna note Ooh, that. There okay. you go. Mm-hmm. There you go. Well, anyways, um, uh, I'm gonna take the pessimism side, and Chad, I'll let you wrap yeah, up. Do a, little, do a little devil's advocate. <laughs> no, but um, but again, we're we're coming to a close. We're we're starting to ramble here, but. Hope you uh, hope you got some good Padres information from us this week. Uh, we appreciate you tuning in. Uh, week five, week Los Eos podcast. Los Eos. Go Suns, baby. The Suns, yeah, go Padres, um, forever and always. Uh, and with that, we're tuning out. Have a great, have a great rest of your week. Row, row out.